This is The Ignition Show. Welcome to 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, you know, you and I were talking the other day that the sound, 2021, it still feels like a bit of a tongue twister there. It doesn't feel like, a, my, my mouth isn't ready to say that yet. I'm not ready to write it down either. <laughs> I, had, I was flashing back into school, back in the old school days where you'd write down the, the date and you're like, oh, it took me usually until February to finally get the right year down. Um, but 2021, can you believe we're here? No, and you know what? 2020, um, it was one of those years that went by so slowly, but then it came to an end so quickly. It did. It was one, it, it, what a crazy year. Crazy year, and you know, I think that's been hashed out quite a bit by not only uh, everybody who's listening to this, but every media broadcast, ring in the new year, celebration, whatever it may be. Um, a lot of people, the kind of the general sense you, I, I certainly saw on the on you know, on the web or in the news was good riddance 2020. Yeah, you know what? Um, definitely some good and bad in 2020. But first of all, can we just start start by saying I missed being here. I miss being in this chair. And um, for anyone who follows us or, or listens to our podcast regularly, you will have noticed that we were we were absent since what April May something like that. Yeah, was, of we, we 2020. Hit, we hit the big fat pause button. We did, and you know, let's just take a let's just take a, a pause right now and tell everyone why we did that. Yeah, quite simply, it was uh, we got really really busy <laughs> serving <laughs> we clients. Did, we did serving clients and and trying to adjust to uh, you being on mat leave, coming off of mat leave. Well, I was going to say you were busy serving clients. Yes. I was busy changing in the diapers. evenings. Well, I was busy <laughs> changing diapers during the day, and I was busy serving clients in the evenings because I'm I'm the back end of our business. Um, or I was last year and still to the most part I am now. Um, but when COVID hit, we were without full-time childcare. Mm. So, um, between that and the business getting really busy, we needed to really prioritize our, our time and our energy. And, and unfortunately the podcast needed to take a, a back seat yeah. and, you know, um, I was going to say, do I regret that? I don't regret it because it was absolutely the right decision at the time. We needed to do that in order to serve serve the people um, in the business yeah. and, and quite honestly serve ourselves, you know, with, with that time. Um, but I missed being here. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be back. I was disappointed that we had to pause the podcast because um, we both, I know we both really enjoy it. Well, I know we're going to talk here about some of our lessons from the past uh, 12 months and uh, maybe I'll just dive right into that and yeah, let's let's set this up though because yeah, okay, go ahead. One thing, um, one thing that Chris and I do every year, we've been doing. I think this is the third third year that we've done it. Is be pretty much the the week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, we celebrate Christmas, but the week between Christmas and New Year's, we in our spare time between dealing with our son or the, or business or you know any, everything else but we take the time to go through a series of questions and it's about 15 questions that we yep. go through and we go through them uh the same set of questions each individually we do it on our own time and then we come together and we review those questions and what we do it we we call it a year in review because it's really before we even want to set intentions set goals set um new year's resolutions for the new year 
we think it's and we know it's really important to kind of review the year that's gone pa- gone by, yeah. you review the past year to take some lessons from it. Because I and I know and I thought this would be a perfect way to s- start this new year because so many people I've been talking to are just saying good riddance 2020. Well, yeah, that's what I was, I was just going to chime in on that is because the general message I've seen out there is good riddance. Like what a crazy COVID infested world we are in and still in. But when you say just good riddance to something, you're you're not only you're 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 throwing away the bad stuff, but you're throwing away the, the real good stuff too. And I think it's a, it's we do ourselves a great disservice if we don't pause and look at not only what were the wins and the victories and the magic moments and the special things that really did happen because we owe it to ourselves to look at that. If you don't take time to acknowledge the good, you're only looking at the bad. And yeah. the second thing is. If it was a challenging year, we know a lot of people had a very challenging year, whether it be employment-wise, economic-wise, financially-wise, lifestyle-wise. Health-wise. Health-wise, health-wise for sure. Especially or, mental health. I yeah. know, um, you know, even in our family, you know, people who felt isolated um, had real issues with mental health this year. Yeah, yeah. So in all of that, you know, every challenge we ever have, and one of our core philosophies is that in every challenge, there's a gift, there's a lesson, there's something there, there's something there for you to take forward. So you maybe don't repeat the same things or you make better choices in the the year going forward, so. And I would also say just one thing on that. I know 2020 was a challenging year for a lot of people. And at the same time, the majority of the people I spoke to, it wasn't, 2020, the challenges that arose were kind of catalyst for for underlying challenges that were already there. 2020 just kind of um, shone a spotlight on those challenges. So, you know, I would encourage, you know, it it was certainly the case for for us as we looked at this, you know, 2020 had its challenges, but those challenges already were set up to exist. You know, they were already there. So to simply say, oh, 2020 is gone now. So I will won't have those problems is kind of naive. It, it really is, uh, let alone the fact that you know COVID hasn't gone away, and yes, there's vaccines coming, but you never know how that's going to roll out and what that means from a lockdown, shutdown, opening up, whatever it is. And every everyone who's listening to this lives in a different part of the world and there's different rules going on. So we still remain in a very very uncertain time. And um, so so are some of your. So going back to our year in review, yeah. so what are some of your big lessons from the from the previous twelve months? Well, like I said, we go through a process of fifteen questions, fifteen plus or minus questions. Um, we're not going to go through all of those things um, on this podcast because one, it would probably bore you. It would be completely out <laughs> of context, and um, you don't need to hear everything—the um, <laughs> good and the bad and the ugly. We'll get to that later this year. Um, but the big lesson, I had a bunch of big lessons, but I would say this this was actually a big year for expansion for me. And I say that from um, more of a, a personal mindset expansion, a spiritual expansion, um, especially towards the latter part of the year. I would say from end of August or September onwards, I really doubled down on my own growth. You know, we we finally did get full-time childcare beginning of June. So it was an opportunity, you know, the summer months were kind of me just (laughs) catching up, catching up on sleep, catching up on housework, you know, things like that. But it was really around September that I doubled down on my own mindset. And 
you know, we made some investments in the business, in our, in, in ourselves, and they were investments that were thoughtful investments. And I say that, you know, they were thoughtful because they weren't insignificant investments, either financially yeah. or, or with our time or our energy, they were big commitments, you know, big commitments financially, big commitments time-wise, um, energy-wise. And we did those. And some of those, some of those um, decisions we made, we were like, is this the right time? Are we ready for this? Yeah. Should we do this? You know, um, there were a lot of those. And I think we, we, we pulled the trigger every time. We're like, yeah, let's, let's go in on this. And I'm looking back and those decisions where I was like, can we do this? Can we, you know, can we afford it? Can we, um, you know, can I commit this time? Every single time I look back, this is my biggest lesson from last year. Every single time I invested in myself, um, even if it didn't work out exactly how I wanted it, it was the best decision I made. Yeah, I agree. And, um, and one, so one of the questions we look at is where or how did we get out of our comfort zone and over the last year and and what did we learn? What's the lesson we got from that? And that's one I wrote down as well is that when we make decisions not to play small or act from fear, it always works out. Yeah. And when you're on that, that edge teetering, like a big decision and whatever that might mean, making a move, make, taking a new job, ending a job, starting a job, whatever it may be for anybody, um, when you make a decision out of fear, it usually bites you in the butt down the road. But when you make a decision out of what you want, your whatever you want to call it, your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, um, even when it is scary, um, it always pays out. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of those decisions was to hire a, um, a proper virtual assistant, a VA. And proper. Proper. And I mean that by this in the sense that you know, this wasn't, um, we've had VAs in the past who have done menial tasks like data entry who, you know, they're overseas, they're paid, you know, yeah. four or $5 an hour and, you know, just minimal work. Um, and this time we're like, no, we need someone who's going to be dedicated to the business, dedicated to our work, really entrenched in the business. Yeah. And so we, we made the conscious, de- conscious decision to hire someone North American based paying them a proper wage. Um, so that in and, in and of itself was a big decision. But then on top of that, we decided to hire a company to recruit that, that mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. because we were, we were bogged down in work. We had lots of clients. We had, you know, um, just the business was booming. Um, and so we hired someone who, which was another expense to, to hire the person to then pay, you know, pay the VA. So, but that was, and I remember us having that conversation saying, you know, we could hire this person on our own. We could be posting job site, you know, posting to job sites, scouring, you know, um, job sites, but was it worth the time? Was it worth our effort and time versus hiring people who are experts in the field? I'm sure anyone, you know, who's listening, who runs their own business or is an entrepreneur in some way that they can relate to your time, now, time is always precious, but when you have a choice as to, you know, you always are making choices of where to put your time, where are you going to get the greatest leverage? And this year we, we did invest in leveraging our time as, as much as we could through, through other services and whatnot. And, um, 
and it, and it's paid off. You know, it's not it wasn't always smooth. We had some lots of ups and some some big downs, but but it pays off. And you know, it also links for me what a, a, another lesson is that talking about getting outside your comfort zone is that what I wrote down was that my zone is always my zone is far bigger than I can ever imagine my comfort zone. Right. So whenever you think you're at the edge of your comfort zone and you do something, you realize that hey, it ain't it wasn't so bad. I can handle that. Like so I wasn't really, really outside the comfort zone. And every time I, I was, I've always learned that is, is when you push yourself to the edge, there's always more to go. So um, it's always a, that was a big rewarding lesson for me. And let's just take a step back because we've talked about this year in review. But just to give some context, because we're kind of jumping to, you know, question nine, 10 and 11. Yeah. But this whole year in review, our process is is designed to build on each other so for example we you know we start off to say you know what did i love this last year you know what energized me what did i hate this last year you know what what depleted my energy what were some of the magic moments what what did i accomplish what did i not accomplish like were there goals that we set out Mm -hmm. or i you know what goals did i set out to to accomplish that um that didn't happen and why and what are the lessons i can learn from that you know, um, you're just your question now, like where and how did I get outside of my comfort zone? You know, what do I want to have duplicated or repeated next year? So these are just some of the questions that build on each other and they seem really simple, but I'm going through it and I, I write about a page for each, mm-hmm. for each question. Cause I really, and I don't know about you, Chris, but I often have to look back at my calendar. Oh, totally. In in you know my totally. my calendar and be like, oh, what happened in February? Because I totally forget when it comes to the end of the year. So anyway, we build on these. I'm actually going to post um, an abridged version of our year in review because I just find it so valuable. Like we've done it. This is the third year in a row now that we've done it. Um, it's incredibly valuable, but it's also a, a punctuation to the year, so it's not. A discarded year. Yeah, exactly. You know, that we don't just move on to the next year. So I'm actually going to post it. I, I'm going to post it at theignitionshow.com forward slash 2020. And you can go there to theignitionshow.com forward slash 2020. And you'll be able to download um, a PDF of a PDF version of this year in review. Because I think it's just so valuable. So, so valuable. But um Anywho, back to back to what some of your your lessons learned were. Yeah, I think uh, the other one I one of one things I wrote down was uh, you can't achieve outstanding results by winging it. Mm. And I think there were because we were so busy, there were a lot of times where oh, I shouldn't say because being so busy, I know there were periods of time where I drifted from some of the fundamental things that I know helped me stay on track, like planning my week, scoping out my days, all those kind of things using the various tools that I have at my disposal. And when I drift from those too, for too long, uh, it does bite me in the butt because I'm, I start to feel a little bit more scattered, a little more less, less focused and a little bit less intentional on the days. And so it, just, it was just a good reminder that um, to continue to use those things that, that make me feel great and produce great results. No, that's awesome. You know what, you know what was a surprise lesson for me? Um, maybe. I don't know if it was a surprise, but it was just, um, it was kind of an aha moment maybe. I looked back at this year and this year, probably for the first first time as a consistent theme, I was a really 
generous gift giver. <laughs> and I say that with kind of like a, you know, a big smile on my face because I love being thoughtful and generous with gifts. But in the past, I've been too busy. I've had, you know, scarcity mindset around giving a just because gift. You know, it's not their birthday. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, but just celebrating other people and their milestones. And this year I intentionally um, went, went outside of my usual comfort zone in giving gifts. So, for example, you know, we had a couple friends buy houses or cottages and, and giving like just a really nice, thoughtful, customized. customized, personalized gift, you know, that they weren't expecting at all. Um, you know, a wedding in the family that was their second or third marriage and they had a really small elopement. So they weren't expecting any gifts and we surprised them again with this really generous, personalized gift. And, um, you know, whether birthdays and going just a little, like being a little more thoughtful, a little more generous in birthday gifts or Christmas gifts. And, um, man, it felt so good. It felt so good. And I know this is Secret so to living obvious. Is giving, right? Secret of living is giving. And, but it's a great, great reinforcement. It is because we often can let these things just slide by. It's like, okay, there we go. That was done. On to the next thing. But when you really give, whether it be from the heart for or creatively, um, um, you know, not only are not only you giving to someone else, but you also get a little, little gift in return. Hundred percent. And I, I'll say two things on this. One, in the past, so it's not just like the uptick in you know endorphins or you know that that I get. Um, you know, from knowing that I'm being a good person, but it's also in the past, I would think of that and I would be like, no, they don't expect anything or they won't notice the difference between the $20 bottle of wine and the $40 bottle of wine or whatever right. it is, right? Yeah. Like that incremental, they won't notice. And every single time I, you know, quote unquote cheap out, or I, you know, I take the, the lesser yep. gift, there's always regret there's always this like niggling mm. piece in the back of my mind saying oh you could have done that a little more you could have you could have gone a bit more above and beyond and this year there was none of that so it's it wasn't even the up you know my feel good attitude this year but i completely eliminated the oh i could have done a little more right which just felt damn good that's good excuse that's me but it just <laughs> felt really really good and the second thing i'm going to say about this is this intentional practice I, I started this year actually came from last year's year in re year of review. Because last year we had just had our son, we uh, moved into a new house, like we'd gotten married, like a lot happened in that year. And we got presents and cards and, you know, thoughtful messages from places we weren't expecting it. And mm. it, it was just such a, um, just to feel good, to feel like people are rooting for you, they're supporting yes. you, people that you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect, yeah. you know, who are, are thinking of you just felt so great that I, last year's year in review was like, I made the intention. I want to be that person this year who makes other people feel great and thought and thought of and supported. And it just felt so good. So this was one of these things where what were those lessons? I don't know if this was a lesson per se, but it's definitely something well, it's I want to duplicate. Definitely reinforcement, yeah. Yeah. Reinforcement. And I think that's a great example because, again, not only the, the gift could be kind of brushed off once you can move beyond it, but the whole the whole um, 
principle of it, the whole idea behind it or the, what, it, what it's given to you can be easily brushed off if you don't go, go through a process like this to actually force you to think back. Mm. What did I do this year that was good and you know, good, good on so many fronts? So I, I, I think that's a fantastic example. Um, the other one that for me uh, was obviously, you know, obviously to you and I, it was a big one is just investing in health. Mm. You know, and that this actually, it, to your last point, came out of our previous year where we were we were inundated with babies and funerals. That uh, there's a lot of things that were taking us away from some of our core routines. And one of my dis- decisions at the end of last last year, 2019, was to take back health. And you've invested a lot in your health this year, I not have. just financially, but um but your time and energy and kudos to you because there have been many moments where i've you know snuck a cookie or a little square of chocolate and you've said no and i'm i honor you for that and for me it was thank you for me it was more than the cookie and the chocolate um it was probably i hadn't been back in the gym that much since i was probably playing football in university um but those consistent 5 a.m. mornings getting up after less sleep than I'd like getting up having breakfast in the dark and walking to the gym well let's just wait 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 let's back it up for a second (laughs) yeah because um it's not that you I mean yes it's the first time you've been in the gym but you're a triathlete you've done Ironman you know multiple Ironmans and half Ironman. So it's not like you haven't been working out since university. No, no, But a lot no, of it's I, been I, on the road. Yeah, and yeah the, I wasn't saying that. You know, yeah. in the... No, no, I... But just for context for our listeners, that you are a pretty fit person, but this this year you really doubled down. Yeah, the difference was in the past I was training for an event. Here I'm training for life. And I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm going for it, right? I'm getting my body back. I'm just getting back. I'm getting it to a place where it's never been before. Well, and you're taking supplements, you're getting lab tests regularly. Like you have really, you have taken your health to the next level. And one of the things I've always, I don't know. I can't. You have a health coach? Like I'm just putting it into context. You've really. So yeah. So um, uh, I don't know where, I don't know where it initiated, but one of the things, I think a lot of it came through my early career in in advertising of the opportunity to work with world-class companies, world-class brands. And I've always been of the, if you're going to learn something, learn from the best. And so hiring Adam Bates out of the UK, who's an amazing body transformation on the physical physique. and He's, he's given you uh, a food plan and a workout plan. Yeah, every week. Yeah. And that's been fantastic. And his feedback is always bang on and, and super supportive. And working with the uh, Perion Center for Human Performance down in Austin, Texas, doing all my lab work and supplements and uh you know monthly reviews and coaching there it's been it's been a um it's been a huge shift and it's i've yes i've been healthy and fit for all, virtually all my life um but i've never i've never gone to that next level i've never gone to that you know that last 10 15 percent of real optimal health and i definitely feel like uh definitely feel like i'm on track this year on track now for for this upcoming year too what do you think uh, was the catalyst for you to really say, you know, draw the line in the sand in terms of your health? I think the big catalyst was actually we had Dr. Dan as one of our podcast guests last year. I had never heard of his company before. And that's a, the Aperion Center for Human Performance. Um, but in that conversation, or 
the conversation was, uh, or one of my beliefs was that between the ages of 45 to 55, I believe is a really important decade where we put ourselves on a different trajectory. We will determine our trajectory for the next 30 years of our health because we'll adopt certain habits. We'll get into a certain lifestyle. We'll either give in to quote unquote, getting older when you turn 50 um, or we, or we step up and defy that. And I'm, I want to be on the defying side. So that that was really the catalyst. I, I do turn 50 in a couple of months and that's all, you know, that's a big number, um, a meaningful number. And um, so it is my, it is my, my goal is to put to shame what society thinks a guy in his 50s is capable, capable of doing and what he looks like physically. And do you want to share your turning well, 50 course, goal? Yeah, the, the turning 50 goal specifically is to get that elusive six-pack that I've never had. Which can I just say that I'm fully supportive of. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, side benefits. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conscious decision. You know, you and I have talked about longevity and wanting to live to the ripe old age of 120, not just and not scraping by in an old age home, but to have vitality. Well, and we've said, I mean, we got married late in life. I was, what, 37? I can't even remember, 37, no. 38? You were 47? Something like that. Uh, something like that. Um, and we always said, we want to we want to be married. We want to be celebrating our 40 or 50 year no, no, anniversary. No, 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 it's not 40 or 50. We are going to be celebrating our 50th anniversary. All right, stay tuned, folks. In, what is it, 2067? 2068. 2068? I forget what you know. <laughs> so, so horrible. I'm glad you forget to. Um, either way, yeah, we got married late, but we want to have a 50 year honeymoon. So that's what we're on. So to do that, got to start now. Yeah. And I, I will say that you have inspired me because I, I don't think I let my health go. It just wasn't a priority this year. I had other things. I had another little body to support. Um, so that has been part of my year in review this year. It's like, okay, I I need to step up my game because I'm I'm not where I want to be. And COVID was a really easy excuse. And mm. for those of you out there, I can totally empathize with letting COVID be a really easy excuse for not not getting out or not taking care of our health. So um, that's one of my lessons moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think um, I think another big lesson because you know as we talked about it was getting we were very busy in delivering for our clients and the big lesson one of the big lessons for me was um not doing get back to the, the regular disciplines of just checking in on our goals for the year and our focus and our priorities and getting as we talk about getting uh, caught in the weeds rather than getting the the elevated view from the balcony and um that's something that we, I'm committed to changing for the year ahead is taking that time to really step back. I think one of the empowering lessons and decisions that came out of the year was when we were really, really busy, we did make the call at various points to step back from the work, to take time off, to get husband and wife time, to get a weekend, a weekend away, um, or just to turn off the dial on their business and say, you know, we're not going to be taking on any new clients. We're not going to be doing any of our marketing for a little while because we need to catch our breath a little bit. And the big lesson there was it's, it's, it, um, it always pays off when you're really, really, really busy. You're kind of running on fumes a little bit to step back, to recharge, to renew, to refresh yourself. It's 
even though there might be some short-term sacrifice in some way, it always pays off in the medium to long-term. 100%. And going back to our original point, you know, the biggest the biggest lesson for me, or not the biggest lesson, the biggest takeaway from this year is to keep investing in me or and or, and keep investing in us, you know, and we've we've mentioned that we made big investments. We've hired mindset coaches, we, you know, for ourselves, um, business coaches. Um, you've hired health coaches, you know, and everything, even when it seemed like a big investment at the time, everything has paid off multiple times over. Like I look at where I am right now and I've, I think I'm the best I've ever been, you know, in terms of my mindset and in terms of who I am going after these very ambitious goals that we have, I'm the best version of me right now after 2020. And that's, that's pretty, that's That's pretty awesome. That's a a big high five. That's That's a big high five. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And one thing I would just add to that is that we've said multiple times here that investment always pays off. Sometimes you don't get the result you're looking for. Or sometimes sometimes you don't get it right away. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes you crash and burn with an investment, but it always pays off because now you got the lesson. And we had some of those that did not pay off this year that, but we would do it all over again. Which ones? Well, we, we expanded our team and we had to let some of our team go and that didn't work out. And, and, you know, we took some risks, we tried some new things and they, they didn't pan out, but, but I would do it all over again because you have to do that if you want to continue to grow and have impact and Well, the first VA we hired didn't work out, but we learned so much when we hired our, our current VA who's doing amazing things and we learned and the whole reason she's working out really well is because of the lessons we learned from, yeah. from the first one. Well, and, and just to bring me to this full circle um, is um, that's why we do this year in review because it's, it, it's so easy to just to forget so many details of a year because you don't remember what happened nine and a half months ago unless you actually go back and look what happened nine and a half months ago. So uh, it's just so, so valuable to go through these questions or some whatever format or whatever process you want to go through. But to just uh, kind of close the door and pretend it didn't happen is a great, great failure, is a great disservice to yourself, to your family, to your, you know, your clients, your business, whatever it might be, your colleagues. Um, you've got to do it. You've got to be a big, big believer in that. 100%. 100%. So um, welcome in 2021. The year of expansion. Year of expansion. We're ready to ready to rock and roll, and uh, looking forward to uh, expanding our podcast and our listeners and our in- engagement for our community. So, yeah, and we have. I mean, we have a bunch of awesome, awesome interviews coming up, lined up for the next um, several weeks. They're already they're already public. You know, they're already uh, recorded. We're just waiting to roll them out. And uh, like I said, I mean, we do this year in review every year it is it just gets better and better and for a version of that go to theignitionshow.com forward slash 2020 and um yeah download it print it out do it in pen and paper because there is magic to doing it in pen and paper and if you are married if you're in a relationship i so encourage you to do this Mm. individually and then spend an evening grab a glass of wine grab your tea coffee or you know whatever it is but sit down and share those answers with your significant other, because I can say um, without a doubt, 
those have been magical conversations that we've had. Yeah. We've learned more about each other. We've um, been able to support each other in in our growth. Um, yeah, it's just it's just been it's one of the best things we do every year. Yeah, and I, I would just add there. Obviously, people are listening to this in early January, and they might feel like, oh, well, I'm already I already got my goals for the year. It doesn't it's matter. not too late. Doesn't matter. A, a calendar date doesn't matter. You've got to you've got to look back if you've not done something like this to really give yourself an honest honest. Uh, assessment of or gut check on what happened then you owe to yourself doesn't matter if you're doing that in january february march or july it doesn't really matter but you got to do it so on that note it's so good to be back it's so good to be back on the air and i look forward to an awesome year in this podcast and um, sharing more stories with inspiring people and sharing more stories about us likewise i can't wait to get going again and uh until next time Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We always want you to get the most of the time you've invested here. So this show is only valuable if you apply what you learned. And most learning, as I mentioned, is generated from reflection. So we'd love to hear from you and your reflections on what you learned or found interesting. Please join our community and go to theignitionshow.com slash connect. That's theignitionshow.com slash connect. And let us know what struck you. And what was it that you heard today that you really needed to hear today? You can leave us an audio message or join our Facebook group and participate in the conversation there, where we'd love to hear your comments and follow-up questions. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our show, rate the show, or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website and respond to as many people as we can. And lastly, remember... Whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for, and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is The Ignition Show.